and welcome to the roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Tuesday, March 15th, and I'm Amanda Harris, joined by Whitney McDonald. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending March 11th, 2022. Uh, this past week was chock full of news uh, due to multiple industry events. As the first at the National Automobile Dealers Association show last week, uh, Solera unveiled its captive finance program, Solera Auto Finance. Uh, so the program will integrate with Solera's dealer management systems and speed funding for dealers to eventually within hours. Uh, the program will first be piloted in select states um, and target non-prime and subprime consumers uh, with plans to extend both geographically and into full spectrum later this year. Um, so that's something that I covered. Um, you can read more about it on our site. Um, last week, too, our team also attended the ASA Vehicle Finance Conference and CBA Live. So one of the takeaways from ASA uh, was talks on how the ongoing war in Ukraine may further complicate global supply chains. Uh, so in fact, one potential outcome is the rise of competing logistics networks between China and the United States. Um, and that came from Michael Dunn, Chief Executive of Automotive Investment Company, Zozo Go. Um, on the automotive side, however, the hope is that the supply chain for semiconductor chips and electric vehicle batteries could return to normal in 2023. Uh, so it remains to be seen if this split and competing networks will uh, come out of this war um, and what may happen to the supply chain overall. Um, also at AFSA, uh, lenders discussed hiring strategies amid a shortage of data scientists. That's kind of something we've been hearing about for a while now. Uh, but GM Financial, for one, uh, shared they're being very creative by revisiting salaries, looking at non-monetary compensation, and even changing their requirements. Uh, Chase Auto, too, is working to recruit and train people to fill those roles. Um, they do have uh, connections with colleges and things like that. So they're actually working to um, recruit people and train them up uh, to fill those open roles. So being creative in multiple ways, because um, we know that that's a big need, especially with all the new digital tools that come on board and, and all the new technology that they're taking advantage of. Um, so that was kind of the highlights from ASA. Um, Whitney, I know you attended CBA Live in San Antonio, Texas this year. Uh, so what were some of the big takeaways from that event? Yeah, it was great to get out, um, be in person at CBA Live. It was actually my first in-person conference with AFN, so very nice to be um, in person. Like I said, uh, I've been here since July, so so that's that's pretty exciting to be um, out and about. Um, but yeah, CBA Live was packed with sessions, um, topics discussing CFPB regulations fraud prevention, fair lending, digital transformation, and navigating the industry post-pandemic. So lots of sessions to attend, a jam-packed couple of days. Um, but one of the takeaways um, was the discussion on what the workplace is going to look like. So bankers, I think it was 85% of bankers at the event are expecting hybrid to be here to stay. Um, so not 100% remote work long-term, but also not returning back to office full-time. So looking more in that two to three day range of being in office. 
Um, the session on that also discussed how to retain employees. So of course that includes compensation, which wasn't a shock and company mission, which wasn't a shock. But one of the new ones that employees are looking for is flexibility. So that kind of all goes back into that remote work option or the hybrid option that employees are, are wanting and desiring. Um, so that's that was one of those takeaways that was interesting from that session. Um, I was also able to sit in on a diversity, equity, and, and inclusion and inclusion session um, where executives from Synchrony Financial, Comerica Bank, and Santander Consumer USA all spoke. So that session was jam-packed with top executives. Uh, one key figure that stood out was Comerica Bank now has 50-50 female executive representation in its C-suite. So that was um, a big figure. When they said that, um, when their ch chief diversity officer said that, people were looking around in the room, looking at each other, uh, saying like, wow, that's, that's a big deal, which it is. Um, so one of the things that he said that got them there was, um, of course, paying close attention to culture, paying close attention to attitude, but as simple as looking around the room and who's represented and making a change in that. Um, so that was a big deal. There's a story on that up that I wrote about how they got to that place of 50-50 representation, but kind of a big deal. Um, other highlights for me uh, being in person was, of course, besides the sessions, was networking. Uh, I was able to sit down with Craig Harder, who is the head of indirect lending at Fifth Third, and discuss what they are up to. Um, he talked about their focus on LTVs, building the business, and paying close attention to affordability, which we continue to see as vehicle values remain elevated. So it was great to touch base with him. And yeah, it was, it was just good to be out and about um, talking to people that we talk to often. Um, and yeah, across the board, I think all the attendees and speakers at CBA Live were happy to be back. Um, I'll give you a little antidote to, to give you a look into what it was like. So the CBA president and CEO, Richard Hunt, who is actually stepping down, he said that during the three days at CBA Live, he had more hugs than he had had in the past three years. And I think that just speaks volumes as to what the environment was like down in San Antonio. So it was, it was really good all around. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm sure after what, two plus years of really no interaction, just being back together, everyone's like, finally in person, I can talk to you, not with on the screen, with a virtual yes. screen behind you. Exactly. That's awesome. I'm glad it went really well. Um, and of course, you'll be having more fun uh, next month because we're looking forward to our own events, which will be back in person, which is really exciting. Um, so if you haven't already, make sure you register for the Auto Finance Innovation Summit and the Auto Finance Risk Summit. Those will both be returning live in San Diego, April 25th through 26th. So just about a month out. Um, so really excited to see you all there. Um, and that will do it for today's episode. Um, again, thank you for joining us on the roadmap. Please rate us on whatever platform you use to listen to the program and follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. And we'll see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.